You're very welcome to Radio Aspoil, episode 16. Let's take it away. Radio Aspoil is a series of podcasts brought to you across the internet by TIPM Media. Presented by investigative journalist Mick Rooney, it covers a host of topics from international media, publishing, aviation, and technology. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. Today we'll be talking about the case of Trevor Dealey, missing Irishman, and uh, we'll be going through the timeline uh, in a very in-depth way. You can follow us on uh, Twitter, Radio Aspile, SoundCloud, many other podcasting and videocasting places. That's what we do here, videocasting and podcasting. Okay, let's get on with it for another episode. Please feel free to leave a comment and visit our links provided in this podcast production.
Thank you for your support. Okay. Um, as I say, it's quiet now. Won't be any more of that music. Radioespile.com. Uh, we're available on Twitter. Um, we're dealing with a missing case file uh, today. Uh, it's Trevor Dealey. I'm going to tell you uh, a little bit of the background of that case. And what we're then going to do is we're going to work through a little bit like we did with the Gabby Petito case. We're going to work through fairly in-depthly into the timeline. Uh, again, I'm going to intersperse that with images uh, and very significantly in this case, CC uh, TV footage plays a very important role. Now, if you're just looking for a summary of this case, in the next five minutes, you've probably captured a lot of it. Uh, if you're not interested in the detailed timeline, that's okay. I understand that. But we will be going uh, in-depth into that timeline. I'm going to try and curtail this, uh, the Gabby Petito uh, episode that we did, episode 15. You can check that out in YouTube or various other um, uh, platforms, Radio Spoil. Um, that ran for nearly four and a half hours and I think it in genuinely it was too much uh, I didn't expect it to run that long uh, there was a lot to put in it and I want to try and curtail this a little bit more uh, so without further ado I'm going to give you some background on the case of Trevor uh, Dealey this is not I want to emphasize a recent missing person case this actually goes right back uh, to very early 2000s. Um, let's get on with it. On the 8th of December 2000, Irishman Trevor Dealey disappeared in Dublin. Dublin, Ireland, obviously. He had been walking home around 4am from his office uh, Christmas party and had needed to go to the bank where he worked for an umbrella as well as to get certain things in order for a shift the next day. He was seen on a security camera at his bank and in front of another bank he passed as he headed home on foot. Both also captured a man clad in dark clothing who was yet to be identified and is considered likely to have played a role in Dealey's disappearance. We're going to talk an awful lot about, as I say, see. Uh, see TV footage uh, and it's going to play an, an important part into this case this is quite uh, again an in-depth case uh, to go on Trevor Dealey was born on the 15th of August 1978 his parents are Michael and Anne Dealey he's the youngest of four siblings he grew up in Nace County Kildare in Ireland after finishing school, Dealey studied business at the Waterford Institute of Technology but dropped out in his second year. He subsequently completed a computer course in Dublin. In May 1999, he began working in the IT department of Bank of Ireland Asset Management on Leeson Street, which is in Dublin. 
in late November 2000, just weeks before his disappearance, Didi flew to Alaska in the United States. He flew on a discount that his friend procured for him to his role as a long haul flight attendant, which his friend described as free. He went over to see a girl that he had met in Dublin during the summer while he was holidaying in Ireland. Now, <coughs> the Christmas party on the 8th of December plays a key point. That That is effectively the evening he disappeared. The December the 8th moving into the early morning of December 9th. The Christmas party was scheduled excuse me, uh, the Christmas party was scheduled for Thursday the 7th of December uh, moving into uh, December the 8th. After drinks in Copperface Jack's uh, well-known uh, Dublin establishment bar uh, and the Hilton Hotel, the party moved to Book Wally's nightclub on Lower Leeson Street. Geely left Book Wally's at about 3.25am he started walking in the direction of his apartment in the Renware complex on Serpentine Avenue in Balls Bridge. There was a heavy storm that night with gusts as high as 60 to 70 miles per hour and there was also a taxi strike. And that's an important detail to remember. About 10 minutes after leaving the nightclub, Dilly arrived at his office and was let in after calling security. We'll go through the whys and what 4am in the morning what would you be doing going to your office we're going to that while in his office Dealey made a cup of tea and spoke to a colleague Carl Pender who was working the night shift he also checked his emails and made a note of things he needed to do and work the following morning he left the office at 4.03am taking an umbrella with him and it continued in the direction of Balls Bridge around the time he rang a friend of his in Nace he left a voicemail his friend described the message as saying hi Glenn I missed you there just on my way home all going good I'll talk to you tomorrow or words very closely to that effect his friend deleted the message not regarding it as significant and investigators never sought to retrieve it CC footage CCTV footage shows that a man dressed in black was waiting outside the gates of the bank for approximately half an hour before Dilly arrived. When Dilly arrived, they had a brief conversation at the gates. Two minutes after Dilly entered the bank, two more men arrived at the gate. While they have since been cleared as colleagues of Dilly, the man in black remains a person of interest. By the time Dilly left the bank, this man was no longer waiting outside. At 4.14am, CCTV footage shows Dealey walking past what was then the AAB bank on the corner of Baggett Street Bridge and Haddington Road in the direction of his flat. About 30 seconds later, a man dressed in black passed by the AIB bank. Gardy said that they believe this is the same man who spoke to Dealey outside his office. This man has never come forward to Gardy despite numerous appeals over many years since the disappearance. 
This footage represents the last known sighting of Dealey. Dealey's absence from work the following morning was not seen as a cause for concern as it had been a late night. Additionally, his flatmates were away that weekend so they did not know he was missing either. Only when Dealey failed to show up the following Monday morning were alarm bells raised. His work informed his family. After asserting that nobody had spoken to Dealey that weekend, they reported him as a missing person. Over the following days, Dealey's family and friends put up hundreds of posters, handed out thousands of leaflets and went from house to house and business to business inquiring if people had seen him. His friends were able to obtain the CCTV footage used in the Garda investigation. Detective Sergeant Michael Fitzgerald, who worked on the case from the beginning, said, I've never worked on a case where the family were so proactive. The delay between Dealey being last seen and reported as missing meant that vital time was lost. We've talked about that before in missing um, case files. The Garda Subakwit team searched the River Dodder close by and the Grand Canal but did not find anything. They were unable to drain the Grand Canal basin as it would affect the structural integrity of the surrounding buildings. Dealey's sister Michelle said that she rang his phone a few times the weekend he went missing and she believes that it rang out. According to Dr. Philip Perry, a senior research fellow in the Radio and Optical Communications Laboratory in Dublin City University, a phone in 2000 would have gone dead within seconds of falling into the water. However, Michelle said she is not 100% sure that it did actually ring. Dealey's whereabouts remain unknown and the case continues to spark interest. A special documentary hosted by Dono McIntyre aired on TV3 in Ireland in 2015. Moving on, in December, and you can see how progressed this case is and how long it's been going on. In December 2016, a new investigation was opened. The following April, enhanced CCTV footage was released, leading to the announcement by Gardy that they believed that the man dressed in black seen behind Dealey on the Haddington Road footage was the same man that he spoke to outside uh, the bank offices. That same month, a €100,000 reward was offered for information. In August 2017, Garda began a search of a three-acre secluded area in the Dublin suburb of Chapel Lizard, about eight kilometres from where Dealey was last seen. An informant alleged that Dealey was murdered on the night of his disappearance by a Crumlin-based criminal known to Garda. The gang he was in was involved in the drugs and prostitution trade in the area where Dealey disappeared. The same gang was investigated for the murder of Sinead Kelly in June 1998. The informant said that Dealey and his alleged murderer had not known each other and it was a chance encounter. Although a gun and drugs were found during the search, investigators concluded that they were not related to the case. 
calling the site a stash area for criminals. The search was called off in September and Gardy said at the time that they had not found anything that would assist them in the Trevor Dealey case. Two Gardy uh, did travel to Alaska to speak to the girl who Dealey had gone over uh, previous to his disappearance. Um, Dealey's sisters uh, also traveled to Alaska separately for the same purpose. Ultimately, uh, the trips produced no leads and there's no circumstance that his trip to Alaska was related to his subsequent disappearance in uh, Dublin in uh, early December. Now, again, we have a lot to get through. So what we're going to do now is we're going to move into a more detailed uh, examination of the actual timeline. And we're going to do this by dates. And I'm going to reflect on some of what we've just touched upon here. And I'm going to much more expand on it. Okay, so uh, let's go and do that and go to the timeline. 